You're listening to Arirang Radio's Wonders of Jeju. This is a segment where we tell you about the lives of people living right here on the island. I'm your host, Jamie Lee. This is Humans of Jeju. Welcome into the studio, Jay. Hi, you have your hat on today. Yes. And our PD name was forget. saying, mm. our PD name was saying just before the with the show started, mm-hmm. uh, Jamie, if you had a red hat, you mm. guys would be like, like twins. Twins. <laughs> I actually have a red hat well, at we home. Got, we got the similar, I know, you know color like shirt kind on. of like yes. yellowish, kind of yes. very bright color here. So, so I just need I a guess red we'll hat. Have to get Jamie over yeah. <laughs> yeah, next time I'll leave it in the studio. Well, it's good to see you, Jay. How yes. have you been this past week? Uh, I don't know. What did I do this week? Oh, you week? must have yeah, been have, really busy Yeah, I haven't to really not been remember. thinking about it. Yes, oh. um, it's been just the same Time repertoire every day. Yes, and... Well, the weather was like... It's been one like, of those weeks, it's yes. It's been one of those weeks. Yes. It's getting a little cooler in the evening times. Did you notice? Oh, yes. Yeah? So... I kind of do mention that in the today's Human of Jeju. Oh, too. you do? Yes. Oh, wh- I wonder why. I wonder why, too. Oh, well, who are you introducing to us today? Okay, so why don't we go into listening to today's Human of Jeju? All right. 안녕하세요. 저는 구자읍 세아리에서 여름 문구사를 운영하고 있는 이지연입니다. 제주 산지는 지금 13년 차입니다. 13 years on Jeju. Yes. Who is this person? So, just like we were talking about, as we are coming to an end of summer, today's human of uh, Jeju is someone who fits well with the season. And she is Lee ji the mm-hmm. owner of the Yeolum Mungusa, which is summer stationery, mm-hmm. located in Sewari village of Kuja area. Uh, she gave a very short, brief introduction, but to add on, she mentioned that she especially likes the season summer. Mm. So she found an old agricultural pesticide store in Sewari village mm. and for a long period of time wondered about what to do with the place. Mm-hmm. So initially, she actually didn't think about opening a stationery store right away. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I mean... I think our camellias know by now that I really love stationery, but there's so many beautiful places here on Jeju Island. Mm. Can you give us more details, please? So, like why, first mm. of all, though, but how did she end up starting the stationery store? So first, we have to go back 13 years ago. Okay. Uh, this was when she first came to Jeju Island. Oh. And at that time, the uh, Jeju wasn't as, actually wasn't as famous as it is now. Uh-huh. And the trend of settling in Jeju that we see we see today really hasn't started. Uh-huh, that's so right. So let's listen to what she mentioned about that time. All right. 처음에 이렇게 취업 준비를 하다가 이제 잘안 돼가지고는 친구가 올리기를 걷고 왔는데 너무 좋았다. 그래서 이렇게 어, 부러운 마음에 저도 여행을 왔다가 뭔가 여행이 길어지면서 게스트하우스 스텝을 하게 되고 그러다 보니까는 정착을 하게 됐죠. <웃음> 그때 당시에는 게스트하우스가 그렇게 제주도에 많지 않아서 한몇개안돼 가지고는 그냥 거기서 처음 왔던 그곳에서 처음에는 사실 돌아가는 일정을 정하지는 않았는데 그래도 뭐 길어봤자 한 열흘 정도 생각했는데 그냥 여행을 그냥 길게 하고 싶었던 것 같아요. 그때 너무 그이 제주도라는 곳이 너무 한 번도 경험해 본적 없는 그런 풍경과 사람들의 막 그런 자유로움도 막 처음 보고 그래서 그냥 아 이게 청춘이구나 이러면서 그냥 그걸 즐기고 싶었던 마음이지 살아야겠다라고는 감히 생각을 못했던 것 같아. 사실 살 생각은 없었는데 여기서 지금의 남편을 만나가지고는 남편으로 <웃음> 시간을 보내려면. <웃음> 
Oh, interesting story. Can yes. you tell us about it? So before coming to Jeju, she was originally preparing for a job. Mm-hmm. Um, however, like an ordinary young adults in their 20s, finding a job didn't go as she planned. Mm-hmm. And she found herself pondering about what to do for a living. Mm-hmm. And during that time, a friend told her about her experience walking the Jeju Ole Trail. which she had really enjoyed and becoming interested about Jeju, uh, she decided to travel to the island as well. Mm -hmm. And this happened 13 years ago when there wasn't as many guest houses as there are now. Uh, But by searching the web, she was able to find one place which she stayed at Uh, while she traveled around the island. Mm -hmm. So her trip on Jeju Island, she mentioned, offered a completely new experience with landscapes she had never seen before and the freedom that she felt from the people staying on the island. So seeing and feeling all that, uh, she felt this was what youth was all about. Mm. And simply wanting to enjoy it more, she continuously extended her travel around the island more and more. And as she did so, she got a job working as a staff at a guest house and even met her husband uh, who had come to Jeju Island to travel Jeju Island for the same reason as she did. Oh. So even though she didn't make a clear decision of wanting to live on the Jeju Island at that time, uh, she decided to stay on the island in order to be with her husband. Okay, well, it truly sounds like the stories of the early settlers in Jeju mm-hmm. Island who came for a visit and ended up staying on the island. You know, we've heard many stories of people, especially like back then, like yeah, 10 like years, 10 years ago, ago or even more, mm. coming to the island for a trip, like a short trip. Mm. This kind of sounds like me too. <laughs> <laughs> and ending, ending up working at guest houses and staying on the island, similar to today's Human of Jeju. Yeah, and you're right. And back then, she mentioned settling in Jeju was somewhat easier than it is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to her, the rent for rural houses wasn't too high back then. And the people in Jeju were friendly, making it easy to find work to make a living here on the island as well. Ah, I see. Nevertheless, to completely settle down on the island, you do need some like clear mm. plans, right? So she did continue working as a guest house staff? Uh, yes, she did. And But working as a guest, as a guest house staff is more of a part-time job. Mm-hmm. So she felt the need for something to live a more sustainable life uh, here yes, on the of island. Course. And around that time, she began thinking about what she could do. So should we first listen to what she attempted okay. during that period? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 아 그때 육릉 여름이 막 알려지기 시작하는 시점이었는데 그 주차장에 이렇게 조그만한 컨테이너가 놓아져 있었어요 빈 컨테이너가 그래서 저게 왜 있을까 뭐안 하는 걸까 하고 마을 분들한테 물어보니까 분여에서 뭔가를 하려고 했는데 아무도 안 한다고 해서 그냥 비어져 있다 그래서 아 그러면 저희가 한번 해보면 안 되겠냐 이렇게 해가지고 이제 시작이 된 거죠. 처음에는 거기에 전기도 안 들어오고 물도 없고 그래가지고는 막 이렇게 버너 갖고 가고 생수 이렇게 받고 아이스박스에 얼음 실어 가가지고 모카포트에 이렇게 커피 내려서 팔고 삼다수도 팔고 <웃음> 양갱도 팔고 <웃음> 그렇게 시작했죠. 네 근데 그때는 약간 낭만이 있었나. <웃음> 그러니까 사람이 많지 않아서 종종 차가 들어오니까는 She sounds like a person who loves life. No, she's a very very joyful person. And uh, her experience is very interesting, the beginning experience. When she was thinking about uh, 
doing something with her life. Uh, it was around the time when Yongnuni Orum was just becoming well known in Jeju. Mm-hmm. So she used to visit the place often, and one day she noticed a small container at the parking lot. Uh, as she found out about the container, she found that it's actually been left vacant uh, by the Sangdori Village Women's Association, mm-hmm. who had attempted something but actually didn't work out. So she boldly approached the villagers and told them she wanted to try something. With their approval, she opened a shop in the container. Having no prior work experience, she didn't have a clear plan of what to sell, but she thought she could sell something that people passing by the Yongnuni order would want, ah, like might need. Right. So that's when she mentioned about she put ice and bottled water in a cooler. Mm. She brewed coffee in a mocha pot mm-hmm. and even sold yanggeng, which mm-hmm. is the red bean paste jelly. Uh-huh. They call this Korean chocolate. I don't know why. But, oh, um, yes. oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so on. And that was the way she operated the store. Uh-huh. So according to her, her work back then uh, had somewhat of a charm to it. Uh, there wasn't many visitors and occasionally a car would pull in. Uh, she said she would sit with the customers at the container, having a leisurely conversation and making it feel like actually like a cottage in the mountains. Mm, I see. How old was she back then? So she was 26-year-old, which is an age when many are uncertain about their futures. But in a way, it's a great age where almost anything is possible. Mm -hmm. Uh, So as... So as she talked about those times, thinking back, uh, it's something she said she wouldn't be able to do now. But back then, she said there was this thing about being young that made it all possible. Ah, yes, of course. Being young can give you more opportunities. Okay, well, that is really interesting to hear today's story. If you are in Jeju. 88.7 in Jeju City. 88.1 88.1 in Sogipu City. 101.9 in the Daejeong area. We're talking about today's human of Jeju who is Lee Ji Yeon. On? Right, beautiful name, and the owner of Yarum Mungusa Summer Stationery, and also is an illustrator. Yes, she is awesome. Just before the song, we were talking about how she operated a store in the village, uh, the Sangdori Village Container. What else can you tell us about today's human? So she operated the Sangdori store mm-hmm. at the Yongnuni Orum parking lot for a while, uh, living a day-by-day life, earning just enough for the day's expense. But she mentioned that it didn't worry her. And that was because she said she had the beautiful scenery of Jeju and the person that she loved right next to her. Wow, I see. And in Korea, especially when you are in your mid-20s, parents tend to heavily uh, be involved in your life here, mm. right? I'm curious, how did her parents feel about her being in Jeju without pursuing such, like a secure career? So she shared an episode about this. So should we listen first? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
She's so cute. Tell yeah. us about her story. So you could probably tell by her laughing that yeah. she shared a very funny story. Uh-huh. So when she's been when she had been in Jeju for a while, her mother actually came to the island to find her and force her back to Seoul. <laughs> So she says she's originally from a rural provincial area, uh-huh. uh, but she said her mother scolded her, saying, "You're not even a horse. Uh, why do you want to stay in Jeju?" <laughs> and sent her back to Seoul, where her mom believed people should live. Uh-huh. So. This was, you know, way back then, you know, mm. when people really were talking about how horse should live in Jeju Island and uh, people yeah. should Send live in the, the mainland. Send the horses to yes. Jeju and the people to the mainland. So, however, uh, she's, she couldn't bear staying there for more than a few days in Seoul and mm-hmm. uh, escaped back to Jeju. Mm-hmm. Because she mentioned about how people living alone in Seoul often find themselves living in a cramped space mm-hmm. that get very little sunlight. So she felt like she couldn't live in a place where she couldn't even dry her laundry in the sunlight. And all she saw outside the window was someone else's wall. Oh. And also, according to her, she was actually blinded by love. And that's why she returned to Jeju, where her current husband was still at. Oh, well, I'm glad she met a Jeju person. <laughs> um, I guess her parents had no choice but to accept her, her decision. So returning to Jeju, how did she end up running the Yorum Mungusa summer stationery shop? So after running the Sangdori store for a while, uh, she had to give up the work due to some issues that Sangdori village councils were going through. So while feeling quite down about it, uh, she happened to pass by Sewari village and saw this place where summer stationery is now. And immediately when she saw the place, she said she signed the contract to have a space of her own. Mm-hmm. And this is like her personality. Um, she didn't make any plans beforehand, uh, thinking about what to do. And she just went on with it right as she saw it. I so. see. I see. So it seems like 13 years ago was a time when you could start anything in Jeju. But why did she decide to open a stationery shop? Uh, why don't we listen to her story first? 제가 오픈했을 때 제주도에 한 소품샵이 두 개가 세 개인가 있었는데 제가 굉장히 후발주자라고 그때 당시에는 생각을 했거든요. 그래서 그때는 그분들이 판매하는 거랑 겹치지 않게 팔아야 되겠다라고 생각을 하고 시작을 했는데 그러다 보니까는 지금 당 옛날 개업 사진을 보면 정말 가게가 통통 비었더라고. 여행 가가지고는 뭐 귀여운 것들 몇개 사오고 그래서 되게 처음에는 작게 시작을 했죠. 제가 지금 중앙농약 종묘사라는 간판을 그대로 달고 있거든요. 이전에 제가 하기 전에 30년 동안 하신 분의 간판을 그대로 달고 있는데 그래서 잡초상점을 할까 뭐 이런 식으로 했는데 아 별로다 이런 이야기를 듣고 또 고민 고민하다가 제가 좋아하는 여름과 또 제가 좋아하는 장소인 문구사를 합쳤죠. Mm, she seems to be very creative. Yes, and I see that some of our listeners are talking about the picture of the store uh-huh. that they saw. So the place for her store she chose was Nongyak Chongmyosa, uh, which was a store that sold pesticides for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And she liked the old-fashioned sign the store had, so she just kept it as it was. And as she considered about what to do with the place in the future, uh, she combined her two favorite things, which is summer and stationery. Mm. Uh, because she has this fond memories of going to a stationery store as a child uh, where you could find everything you need. Mm-hmm. She thought even adults, uh, they might still need a stationery store as well. 
So she decided she should make her place into a stationary store for adults, uh, kind of like a general store, mm -hmm. uh, if you know, you know what it is. Uh, so she said that when she opened, there were only two or three general stores around Jeju Island, uh, yet she still considered her store to be a latecomer. Mm -hmm. But only now, after eight years, uh, she realized that her she actually started this business in Jeju earlier than the most of people. I see, I see. So there are things you can kind of come to realize when time as time passes. And many find reasons to hesitate when they start something new. Wouldn't you agree? Mm. But she was able to start without holding herself back. And I think that's remarkable. Yes. And... All she had in her pocket was enough money to rent a sm small shop. Mm -hmm. uh, but for her, that was enough for her to get started. And she had to think about what to fill that space with. And she mentioned she was surprised when she looked at the photos from the early days of her businesses as well. Mm -hmm. I see. And Why was that? And that was because the shop was so empty in the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, like there was almost nothing there. But over time, her stationery shops started to fill up with various stationary items and tourist products representing Jeju. Uh, she mentioned it was all thanks to her taste and vision as well. I see. You know, I heard she's quite skilled with her hands as well. Did they play any role in decorating the store? So she mentioned about a trip she had to Japan where she said she received a handwritten pamphlet from a well-known brand shop. And it was a large paper filled with handwritten recommendations for products and stories about the area. Uh -huh. uh, from that, she got an idea. Uh -huh. And in her store, she attaches notes with her own explanations mm -hmm. next to the stationary items that she selected mm -hmm. and that she displays in the store. So also, she mentioned being a shy person herself, she knows that there are customers who are hesitant to ask questions. So she attached this handwritten messages for them. Uh, this about the store became very popular. Mm -hmm. And she even started making a like a monthly pamphlet called Monthly Summer Stationery. Oh, wow. How uh, cute is that? Yes. And this was on a slightly larger sheet of paper mm -hmm. where she drew pictures and wrote by hand. Uh -huh. uh, it contained various things that you could experience in Jeju. As customers who loved the stories increased, her pamphlet became very famous. Ooh. And later, a famous magazine team from Jeju even approached her oh, to wow. work as an illustrator <gasps> for their magazines. That's amazing. So she, she's been very active as an illustrator and writer for a well-known magazine uh, telling about the life in Jeju as well. Oh, that is so nice. Um, I remember traveling to Madrid and I went to a shoe store. Mm. I didn't buy anything, mm. but the shoe store was so pretty. I just looked around and mm. they gave me a pamphlet and the pamphlet was like astonishing. It was oh, like, really? it was kind of handmade, but mm. they made it so creative, creatively that when I got back, I still remember the pamphlet because it was so nice. So right, right. I think her little personal touches are adding more onto her store. Mm. And it seems as she worked steadily, I mean, customers started to recognize the work that she's doing for, and she's putting in so much effort for like so, such a long time. It's accumulating interest. Yes. And she mentioned her growth has continued since then. 
at first, she said she only displayed items in the stores that she thought she could keep for herself, mm-hmm. you know, in case that they didn't sell. But as people who liked her taste and approved of her choices increased, uh, she was able to fill the store with a wide variety of stationery and products. And recently, she started making her own unique summer stationery products as well. Oh, I'm very curious. So there are products you can only find at this very special store, the Summer Stationery in Jeju. And so she's not just the owner of Stationery Shop, but also a stationery creator and illustrator. Mm. It would be nice if we could see her work uh, more in the future as well. You want to message me? Go A-R-I-R-A-N-G. ArirangRadio.com. We are discussing the story of today's human of Jeju, Lee Ji-on, who is the owner of Summer Stationery and an illustrator, and as well as a stationery creator. What else can you tell us about her? So the signboards of Summer Stationery are filled with her hand-drawn pictures every season. Isn't that lovely? Mm, and when you step inside the store, you can see these pictures displayed on the walls. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a timeless, old-fashioned stationery shop for adults. And I think it's because of her handwritten explanations and the pictures that she draws as well. Right. Uh, so it seems that tourists who want to really, you know, they want to relive that childhood memories that they have uh-huh. uh, particularly enjoy this place when they visit Jeju and this interview actually took place early in the morning uh, uh-huh. just before the stationery shop opened mm. and after the interview as soon as she opened the door there were adult customers lined up to enter the store oh wow so even it, lining it's pretty up popular, yes because when you think of a stationary store, you might think, okay, so people who like stationery are usually younger people who mm. are like, you know, in school because mm. you normally need mm-hmm. to work with a lot of stationaries when you're a school student. But then as you get into like adulthood, you don't really play with stationery that much. Yes. But it gives you like this nostalgic kind of feeling when you go to places like mm. this. And there's a nice mixture of modern uh, stationery with right. old fashioned stationery. Right. And sometimes you even get the feeling of, oh, I used to play with those erasers when I was little. That's and it true. makes you go back to your mm. childhood, right? Yeah. So as we mentioned before, um, even though it is a stationary store, uh, it is somewhat like a general store as well. Uh-huh. So they have one of those like snacks mm. of, in the past. That, oh, you know, I see. Yes, like like the, the Korean. I know Chakanim was eating it. <laughs> Jondugi? Yes, Jondugi. She was eating Jondugi. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, you I've know, actually never tried it. So I was gonna I, say, yeah, but, um, I don't know what it tastes but I, like. But I've heard it's like this old past Korean snack that the you know. Yeah, all I know mm. is that they used to kind of like maybe fry I should put that old out or uh, grill it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, jeondugi. <laughs> Okay, well, that's uh, very interesting. So, so um, yeah, I mean, it's really fun to go to places like this. And the fact that she uses her handwriting to add uh, the notes written by hand, I think adds a very, very delicate kind of personal taste to the space. And we talked about how she spent her youth in Jeju Island, and now she's like gradually grown herself on the island. Mm. So it makes me curious to know what changes has she gone through? 
So before when she settled in Jeju, she mentioned she enjoyed flying on airplanes and even enjoyed the tension that she felt when there was a typhoon coming and kind of staying in this, Mm. you know, cozy home waiting for it to pass by. Mm -hmm. Uh, At that time, she said she had a kind of like this fearless confidence Mm -hmm. and the way she liked to put it was a reckless courage. (laughs) Uh, But now she said she doesn't like to fly on planes anymore. especially after experiencing turbulent. Oh, uh, me too. Yes, I agree with that. Ugh. And when she hears news about typhoon coming, uh, she says she gets scared now. Mm. Uh, she said it may sound funny, but what she used to enjoy and like when she was younger has gradually become something she fears and, as she's gotten older. Uh, I totally agree with her. And in some ways, I have a lot of similar experiences to her. And when we're thinking about the turbulence, it's not the normal turbulence you feel when you are way up in the sky mm. and are you, you're on your way to a different continent. Mm. When you're coming to Jeju Island and it's windy mm. and you get turbulence just before you're landing, mm. it's like, whoa, it's almost like a roller coaster. It goes, the airplane suddenly goes up and then drops and it can be kind of yeah. Shaky. Um, so, if anybody who has that kind of experience, I think tries not to get on the plane on a windy day. Mm, actually, mm-hmm. I have a friend who's a pilot, and uh-huh. he mentioned this uh, about this. Um, he says when you're trying to land the airplane in Jeju because mm-hmm. of the Hala Mountain, you actually got winds coming from both sides. Oh. So he says it's actually the Jeju International Airport is one of the toughest landing <gasps> airports. Oh yes, he mentioned about okay, that. Okay, let's pretend like we didn't. Let's pretend like we didn't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually had an experience when I rode once, and everybody was screaming like really? we were riding on a roller coaster or something. Oh. I, I hear people screaming from the back. Oh my! And I would just wait for that timing so I could scream with them. <laughs> So I hear this one girl scream, and then that's when I was like, oh, there's my okay, sign. I'm going to scream. let me scream, and then I want to hear you no, scream no, together. No, 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 no. Okay, We're not going to do that here. No, 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 no. We're not going to do that. Well, th- but thank you for sharing your story, because now I have. I also have a pilot friend. Next time I meet him, I'm going to ask that question. Like, mm. Is it different when you're landing on Cheshire Island? <laughs> okay, I can relate to that some to a big extent. So, um... It comes to mind, though. I also think her life has become more stable uh, with her life here on Jeju Island, which may have increased her fears as well. Um, then what are her future plans? So she wants to continue running uh, summer stationery for a long, long time. Uh-huh. And she plans to keep creating stationaries that represent Jeju and summer stationery And she wants to continue publishing the monthly summer stationery. Uh, Also, she mentioned due to her laziness, uh, (laughs) she has some unfinished works that she's actually uh, started Uh uh, that she needs to complete. And she intends to make a book with her handwritten (gasps) notes and drawings at some point. Uh, although she's really not sure when that will happen. Oh, that sounds like an awesome idea. It's amazing to see like she's gradually growing into becoming her own brand here. And I just hope it goes very well with her. So I'd love to read the book filled with her handwritten notes and drawings in the future. And finally, our last question that we always love to ask our our humans of Jeju's, uh, what is that one place if she was asked to share a place to recommend to our travelers to come to Jeju Island? Uh, let's listen to what she said first. 정확히 어디라고 말을 해야 될지 보지만 제주 공항이 이렇게 한 눈에 보이는 곳이 있어요. 근데 거기에서 보면은 이 제주 공항이 전체가 다 보이고 비행기가 
착륙 이륙하는 거를 쫙볼수 있거든요. 저는 거기를 진짜 자주 가요. 사실 집에 가까우면은 거기에 하루 종일도 앉아있을 수 있거든요. 다른 관광객분들도 사진 찍으러 오시는 거 보니까 는 어딘지 찾으면 있을 것 같긴 하거든요. 전 거기를 진짜 추천해요. 거기에서 보면 은 공항 뒤편으로 날씨 좋을 때는 한라산도 이렇게 쫙 보이고 네, 오고 가는 비행기들을 보면서 손을 흔들면 그렇게 스트레스가 Interesting. Mm. Where does she say? So she's scared to ride airplanes, but she loves to watch them. Um, <laughs> so she says it's hard to give an exact location, mm -hmm. but there's this place where you can see the entire Jeju airport at a glance. Mm -hmm. uh, there you can watch airplanes landing and taking off. And she mentioned that she often goes there. Mm -hmm. Also, she mentioned if you were cl uh, if it was actually closer to her house, uh, she would spend the whole day there watching. Wow. Um, Seeing that tourists come to take pictures there, she mm -hmm. said you should be able to find this place if you search the web for Jeju airplane landing spot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. So she gave a big clue on how to find the place. Awesome. Uh, so she really wanted to recommend this spot. And when the weather is nice, she said you can even see the Halasa mountain clearly as well. Uh -huh. uh, also for her, she said that waving her hand every time a plane, uh, the plane takes off kind of makes her stress disappear. Oh, isn't that an interesting way to relieve your stress? And now, everybody, when you are landing on Jeju Island, except for the windy days, if it's a clear day, wave down because somebody mm. will be waving up at you and without you even knowing oh yes maybe yes. that's why we Someone all might be watching you exactly <laughs> maybe that's why we all feel so welcomed when we come to jeju island well thank you so much for introducing yet another very interesting and very cute little um guest today on the show we thank you so much for the work that you do to introduce all these wonderful humans and why are there so many talented and interesting people on jeju it's amazing there are so many so many and we got more to you know tell oh that is awesome that includes you too <laughs> uh, i don't know about my story but yes we got more to tell well thank you so much jay we'll see you again next week yeah see you next week all right that was humans of jeju and that was brought to you by the jeju special self-governing province the treasure island recognized by unesco well i hope you enjoyed that segment if you're curious to find out more about jeju we encourage you to go check out our website at arirangradio.com or you can check out our Facebook page at The Wonders of Jeju, as well as our Instagram account with the handle at WOJ underbar Arirang. We're going to take you on a journey to learn more about what's happening here on the island. <laughs>